Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk about mastering your emotions so that you can get anything you want. So processing and handling our feelings isn't something that we learned growing up. For some of us, we might have been lucky. We might have had parents and caregivers who were skilled at handling their emotions and they helped us also to deal with ours. But for most of us, dealing with our emotions and our feelings like, you know, anger, fear, disappointment, or even things that cause us to get into a bit of a panic state and cause us stress isn't something that anyone taught us, but something that we've figured out along the way as we experience difficulties, problems, and challenges in life. And the thing is, not being able to handle our emotions, understanding how to deal with it, where it's all coming from, causes many people, including myself for a long time, a lot of stress. And What is stress anyway? Well, stress is simply something we don't want, but we actually believe it's going to happen, or maybe something that we really, really want and we don't believe that it's going to be happening for us. That can cause us this sense of resistance, this feeling like things are out of control, and that is what causes us to feel stress, worry, you know, a bit anxious, or maybe even the feeling of overwhelm because we feel like there's just so much to do, not enough time, and everything seems important and a priority. So I wanted to take some time to talk about it in today's episode and share with you a very simple but powerful practice and technique that I've been using for almost a decade now, beginning when uh, I was actually dealing with a lot of anxiety around finances, around my career and relationships. The first step to getting a handle of your emotions and being the one in charge rather than letting your emotions and feelings take over, right, your actions, is to become more self-aware. And I've talked about self-awareness in a previous episode before. And I think that this is really something that may seem on the surface to be such a simple and easy thing, but it is not always easy to do, right? Simple doesn't mean that it is therefore easy to do. Becoming more self-aware is something that takes practice. I have been practicing this for 
almost a decade now. And sometimes I still catch myself being very unaware and just simply reacting to how other people behave or situations that I encounter. So the very first step, if you want to get a handle of your emotions, is to become more self-aware. So how do you do that? A very, very simple technique that you can even start today is this thing called meditation. I don't know about you. The first time I heard about meditation, I completely dismissed it. I thought it was quite a useless passive thing because I always had this perception in my mind that if we want to get results in our lives, we have to do something. And to me, meditation felt like just doing nothing and relying on blind faith and hope for things to happen and for the situation to change. Well, since embracing meditation and doing a lot more practice and research and actually being a student in some classes, I have come to really appreciate the power of meditation and discovered that it is anything but inactive or it is not about doing nothing. In fact, there's a lot that's going on when you're in a state of meditation that is far more transformational and powerful than any physical or even mental activity. So for those of you who aren't familiar with meditation, I often get the feedback or comment that, Oh, you know, I try to meditate, but I just have all these thoughts in my head and I can't seem to clear my mind. And meditation isn't just about clearing your mind, or rather, I like to use the word being present and being mindful of what's going on in your head. It isn't about forcing yourself to empty your mind of every single thought, right, that comes into your mind. It That's not at all what it is. In fact, it is really about just noticing what is happening and coming into your mind. So it's not about pushing thoughts away. It isn't about trying to be in this super relaxed Zen state where you don't feel anything, you know, you're completely detached and neutral. No, that's not how I see it. In fact, I see it's our ability to be able to be aware, right? Like the word says, awareness, just be aware, notice the thoughts, even the physical sensations in your body, aches and pains, certain itches, hot heat, or any kind of sensation, noticing even the sounds around you, the air, the wind, the coolness of the breath, you know, you're taking in your breath and exhaling metaphors that come into your mind, memories, visual images, and all of these things, right? Including your emotions and feelings. So this practice of being more mindful than meditation, obviously is a lot 
easier personally for me to do when I have my eyes closed in a quiet place where I'm not distracted, where I have some privacy. And so I tend to do it early in the morning and right before I go to bed. That's when I have a few minutes to be on my own. I feel it's a lot easier for me to get to become more self-aware when that kind of physical environment allows me to be. And so you find your own place, you know, and time that works for you. But being able to have a moment by yourself and just being mindful and present and aware, notice what's going on in your mind, what's coming in, what's leaving the physical sensations. And Especially, especially when you are feeling strong emotions, I think that's even more important to become more self-aware. And of course, sometimes when you're in that kind of emotional state, you might be dealing with something and it's not as if you can just hit pause on your life and close your eyes and go meditate. That's not what I'm saying. But self-awareness is noticing when you've practiced enough, you know, during those early mornings or late evenings when you've practiced enough, self-awareness becomes a second nature to you and you're able to catch yourself having or feeling a certain way as you are dealing with that difficult person, having a very heated conversation, maybe dealing with a scary moment. You are able to still continue to do that whatever task at hand that you have to deal with. And yet, on the other hand, you have this other part of your mind, like almost like another person looking at you, how you're reacting, what you're saying, how you're behaving, noticing the tone of voice, noticing that intention of wanting to maybe prove the other person wrong or to hurt them back because they've hurt you or to raise your voice. You are watching yourself doing all of this. And that's kind of when you have an awareness in your day-to-day, moment-to-moment, living out your life, right? And when you do that, the second thing you want to do, so the first thing is to be self-aware and catch yourself doing that. And the second thing to do is just to name whatever the emotion is that you're feeling, right? Sometimes when I'm pressed for time, uh, I do feel myself rushing, like if I'm driving and I need to get the kids into school on time, and the traffic is heavy, and lots of people driving fast and riding bikes dangerously, I notice myself getting stressed out about it. I notice myself kind of saying something (laughs) to that driver or the rider, and I'll just name it. I'll just say something like, okay, rushing. You know, I'll just say a word that brings it really to awareness of what I'm actually doing and what I'm actually feeling. So I'll say things like impatient, getting impatient or rushing or feeling afraid or feeling like I don't like this and I'm scared or whatever it is, right? Fear, anger, whatever, whatever it is to just simply try to name it. And sometimes we don't have the words for it. We uh, may not have the vocabulary for whatever it is we're feeling. And also sometimes we'll call it anger when actually what we feel is hurt. Because sometimes we are, we get really angry because the cause of it, the root of it is really that we were hurt and wounded on some level and we feel this injustice, right? Or maybe someone made us feel very shameful, you know, like, or maybe guilty that 
we shouldn't be feeling a certain way or wanting a certain thing. And we think it's anger. And so we say, okay, getting angry. And sometimes it is actually something else much deeper. But it is fine because this is mastering your emotions is a process. It takes time. It requires you, especially if you've not really been very self-aware before, not very conscious of the unconscious things going on in your mind before, it can take some time and it can take some practice, which is why, like I said, I've been practicing for almost 10 years now. And this is only kind of in the recent maybe couple of years that I feel like I've become more self-aware. I'm not saying it's going to take that long for you. I am probably a very slow learner. I know I have many layers of issues to deal with. And so it takes me that long to peel away layer by layer until I get to a point where I'm starting to see all these unconscious stories, you know, beliefs, perceptions, meanings that I have that cause me to feel quite strongly about certain things. And now I tend to notice how I get triggered, when I get triggered. And it is because I know there are certain things at the root cause, right? The very, very, very core of me that I I work through, you know? What you want to do is get to a place where you can actually see all of that. And that's really how you master your emotions. Because first of all, you're aware of what you're doing because of what you're feeling. You can name it. You know what that feeling is. You know where that feeling is coming from. And the third thing is just allow yourself to feel it, right? I mean, we're all humans here and the emotions are a very, very useful thing that we have as human beings. So allow yourself to feel it, even if it is fear. You know, I think fear sometimes we do have that fight of light instinct, of course, that is our survival instinct. But if you can combine self-awareness with this instinct, you can immediately in that moment assess if it's truly an issue of danger or your safety is at stake or there's something you really need to do really quickly to get yourself out of that dangerous situation, or if it's just something that's in your mind. It is a thought that is causing you to feel a certain way. It is some story you're telling yourself in your mind. Very often you are projecting into a future, a future that you don't want to happen, but somehow you have it in your story that it is 100% going to happen, and that's what's causing you to feel that fear, then, you know, when you're self-aware, you can really catch yourself and ask yourself, well, is that really true? Or is it just a story I'm telling myself? And let's look at the facts here. Let's look at the data here. Let's look at whether it is really true. Very often when I do that, and I allow myself to feel the fear, And I look at the data, I look at it objectively because I'm self-aware enough to kind of pull myself out of that fear rather than get sucked into it and drawn into it. And you know how it goes. One thought leads to another. If you do not 
pull yourself out of it, you can work yourself into a real, either a frenzy or a place where you're so fearful. And then you start acting defensively, right? Out of that fear, you start doing things because you actually believe your worst case scenario is going to come true when in all objectivity, it probably isn't, or there are probably other alternatives, different ways of looking at it, different meanings of making it mean that you never considered because your mind was so consumed by that fear, you cannot see anything beyond that fear. And that is really how your emotions can completely take over your rational mind and your actions. And as we know, it's actions that lead to results. And when you are doing all of this unconsciously, you end up wondering why you keep finding yourself in the same situations with the same issues, the same problems, and these repeated Groundhog Day kind of patterns in your life. The first step, if we trace it all back, if you could just practice meditation, you know, it's like training, isn't it? I mean, my kids are very into F1 now, right? We're in the season now. And it, it's really, if you look at how they train, all these F1 drivers, how they train for that race, it isn't just about getting into the car and driving on the race day, right? There's so many other practices that they do beforehand. They go to the gym, they work out, they practice, they work with the engineers, they do so many other things before the actual performance on the race day. And it's the same with us. We have to practice our ability to be self-aware every single day so that when something happens in our life, it becomes like our training. We immediately can activate the self-awareness. We're totally self-aware and we can extract ourselves from that strong emotion, whatever we're feeling, so that we can free our mind to see things more clearly. And that's exactly how it works, right? Find a time to practice meditating or being mindful every single day, twice a day if you can. That's even better. So practice every day then learn to just be self-aware. Just simply notice. You don't need to push anything away, pull anything to you. Just being curious and just noticing it. And then just naming whatever you're feeling. Saying it out. You know, when sometimes when we say it out, we acknowledge it and then the grip on us actually dissolves. And then just allow yourself to be a human, allow yourself to feel it. And then that's going to help you to gain some insights and see maybe there's a different way of looking at it. And then you can move forward with a clearer mind, with more options. So I hope that this simple but powerful little activity or practice will help you to master your emotions so that you can create anything you want in your life by taking inspired action, making informed decisions rather than the emotional ones that you have told yourself are actually really rational. And we do that all the time. We're actually emotional creatures, far more emotional than we are rational, although we may not see it that way. 
And if you want to learn more about all of this, right, mastering your emotions and exploring what's kind of the unconscious mind of yours, where all of that is coming from. And if you want to learn, you know, the one thing that you really need to start with that I feel most goal setting techniques miss out on, and that is the reason why most people don't actually achieve their goals then I want to just invite you to sign up for my free one-week email program. I share some of the things around this one thing that you really need to do before you start taking any action. And this one thing is really going to help you get anything you want in life. So just go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash get results to get your program. And I will talk to you again very soon. Bye now. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.